Ravens flock and welcome back to Baltimore talk and ladies and gentlemen I told you it was coming I promised it we are live here in a studio I'm not gonna tell you which one but I told you ladies and gentlemen I would bring changes this year this season on Baltimore talk I promised it I want to say week two yes week two that by week four's coverage we would be coming live in color in person and here we are it's the same old Baltimore talk I'm gonna be doing the same stuff but from now on you're gonna be saying my handsome face I hope you like it but get used to it <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, so what I'm going to be covering today is our week four coverage against the Cleveland Browns. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be honest, um, that was an interesting game. I don't want to say interesting bad. Well, I mean, it was, it, it was interesting bad on Cleveland's part just because every, everybody's been saying, oh, they don't have Deshaun Watson. It would have been a lot different. And I'm just going to get this right out of the way, get this out of the air now, um, Half our starting offense is still hurt. Half our starting offense is still down. So, I don't know what they want to say. And again, you guys know, I don't like dragging a team through the mud. I don't like defacing other teams because that's not what we're about here on Baltimore Talk. That's not what I'm about personally. But I just did want to address that real fast, real quick. Just say, listen, you might not have had your starting quarterback in everything, but we still don't have half our starting offense. But overall, it was a great game. I really, I'm really glad we got to make up for our week three debacle against Indianapolis. So we definitely fixed what we needed to fix within a week's time. Definitely did what we had to do, handled our business like Baltimore football, like we do. And we got it pushing and got it moving and caught the dub. So like we always do, I'm going to go through everything. But like I said, it's just going to be on camera now. So starting with the coin toss, Browns did win, chose to defer. And as I always say, it's a smarter option, as we always like to do. And one other piece of news, Tyler Lindenbaum, our center, did come back for this game. So we did get a good piece of the puzzle back. Starting off with first and ten, Gus Edwards, he ran for six. Second and four, there was a false start on us, so that backed us up five yards. Second and nine, there was a pass to Gus again, this time for only three. Third and six, Lamar kept it himself for only two. And then fourth and four, we do have to punt the ball away. And I will say this right up front right now, we punted a lot yesterday. A lot than Jordan Stout likes to punt in a game more than definitely John Harbaugh likes to punt. But it was okay because everybody's been saying Cleveland's defense is the one to beat this year. And they really had us, had us on us yesterday. I don't even know a better way to explain it or put it in actual English. <laughs> but going to first and 10 for Cleveland, they ran for 25 yards, but there was a holding call on them. So that got pulled back. First and ten again, they only go for seven. Second and three, it was a loss of two, but there was an illegal shift on Cleveland, so that backed them up again. Third and five, they pass over the middle for 15 this time, so that gives them a fresh set of downs. First and ten, they only gain two. Second and eight, Roquan Smith, our boy, he broke up the pass. So now on third and eight, their rookie, well, was he a rookie? I don't believe he's a rookie, but their backup quarterback, he ended up almost getting sacked, but ended up throwing an incomplete so now on 4th and 8, Cleveland does have to punt the ball away, sending it back our way. 1st and 10, Gus Edwards, he picks up 7. 2nd and 3, Lamar unfortunately did get sacked in the backfield. Not, a ve not very happy about that. I mean, the pocket did collapse on him. And as I said last week, I want to say, if, if we give him too much or he spends too much time in the pocket, 
he's something bad's going to go wrong. There's either going to be a fumble like there was a lot of last week, or there was going to be a sack, or it's just going to have to get thrown away. And like I said last week, when it comes to that ball, if there's nobody open and he can't run, just dump it away. Just throw it away. Get rid of it. That would be this better thing than taking the sack. But unfortunately, we did have to take the sack on that one. So now on third and eight, there was a false start on us. So we got that backed up by five. Then our boy, Mark Andrews, he ends up getting a nice pass right over to him for seven. But on fourth and six, we have to punt the ball away again. So that sends it right back to Cleveland. It's a little bit of a back and forth. It's still 0-0 here. First and 10, they only gained seven. Second and three, there was a very deep pass on Cleveland's part. This one was rendered incomplete. So now on third and three, here's where, here's where it starts. Here's where that gravy train starts rolling for Baltimore. On third and three, the ball is tipped bar boy Roquan Smith. Then Brandon Stevens, he catches it in midair, and they tried to say he was down on this one, but he, the ruling on the field stood. He wasn't down because he picked it up, caught it, and ran it for 51 yards, ladies and gentlemen. 51 yards. It was absolutely crazy. If I could pull up a replay, I would, but unfortunately, again, like I've said multiple times, I'm not ESPN. I'm not there yet, but you guys can help me get there by supporting and everything. But this man, he literally catches it straight out of the air, gets up, picks up, runs it straight down. Absolutely beautiful. Ah, man, it was a great play, I swear. Then this one here, first and goal, Lamar ends up looking, can't find a man, runs it straight up the center, sticks his hand out, run it, absolutely gets the touchdown. Beautiful two plays back-to-back. -back. A beautiful 51-yard uh, catch after a tipped ball and then a nice touchdown by our boy Lamar. That putting us up 7-0 with 6.38 left in the first quarter. And like I said, this is where that gravy train starts rolling. So now on first and 10 for Cleveland, it's they gain a 5. Then on second and 5, they do convert on downs. First and 10, they gain 2. Second and 8. Gain of seven on a pass here. So now third and one. It was a deep pass, this time incomplete. There was an interference pass, uh, yeah, pass interference flag on us. So that ended up giving them 37 yards because it was at the spot of the foul, as it always is. Unfortunately, not very happy about that one. However, we do kind of make up for it because on first and 10, we end up pulling that quarterback back for a big loss of 20 yards, we end up taking them down for a loss of 20. So now on second and 30, they run for, a, for X amount of yards, didn't even say, but there was an illegal forward pass on this one because the quarterback, he's looking, he's looking, starts to take it, just steps over the line of scrimmage and flicks it to his guy. So that was an illegal forward pass after the line of scrimmage. So now on third and 31, they gain only five yards here. So on fourth and 26, they end up kicking a 53-yard field goal making it 7-3 with 2 minutes, 21 seconds left in the first quarter. Now, first and 10. We end up getting a broken pass to our boy Zay Flowers. However, he will get his time to shine in the spotlight a little bit later in this game. So, second and 10, Gus Edwards, he ends up getting taken down for a loss of one. Third and 11, Devin DuVernay, he ends up getting a loss of two. So now on fourth and 13, we end up having to punt the ball away. Now on first and 10, back on Cleveland side, they, we almost sacked the quarterback, very close, very close. However, they end up trying to pass it, couldn't get anywhere, it was a loss of one. That's what ends the first quarter. 7-3 right now, we're doing relatively well. I'm not very happy that we've been forced to 3-4, three, 3-4, four, uh, three, four, I can't count, 
three and outs. But again, that's just Cleveland's number one defense in the league doing Cleveland number one defense. And I got to give it to him. Cleveland's defense was really on point yesterday. Like, and I had seen through social media, everybody's saying, like, Cleveland's defense got steamrolled, this, that, and the third. They must have only caught highlights of the game because first quarter, especially a little bit into the, even the second quarter, their defense was really pushing us. And I'm sitting there while I'm watching, I'm like, wow, we're really getting stopped here. Like, the, we have the opportunities, but I have to give my flowers and give credit to Cleveland's defense for them putting up a very tough fight. But let's get back on track here. Now, starting off the second quarter, on second and 11, Cleveland, loss of one. So now third and 12, we end up sacking their quarterback because their pass was short. So we end up sacking the QB. Now on fourth and six, they end up having to punt the ball away. First and 10, back on us, Justice Hill. He gets the ball. He gets the first down. First and 10, Mark Andrews, same thing. Gets a beautiful pass for the first. First and 10, Gus Edwards. He ends up running for just five. Second and five now, we get an incomplete pass. There was a flag. It was hands to the face. We ended up declining that penalty because there was two flags on that one. Hands to the face and pass interference. So we declined the hands to the face, take the pass interference, take the first down, call it a day. Now on first and ten, Zay Flowers gets a nice seven-yard pass. Like I said, I told you he'd get his flowers. Ah, <laughs> no pun intended. But now second and three, the ball is fumbled on a handoff. So I want to say this is a little bit of a miscommunication on the play between Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson because Lamar, it looked like he was trying, if you saw the replay and saw the zoom up, it looked like he was trying to flick it to him from the way he was passing it. And then Gus just had his hands open, wide open, ready for just a closed handoff. But he kind of lightly flicked it to him. So I feel like there was just a tiny bit of a miscommunication on that play and he couldn't end up recovering it. And Cleveland ended up did getting that ball back and recovering that fumble. So it's now first and 10 on Cleveland. They only gained four here, second and six. Gain, they end up getting an incomplete pass. Third and six, they end up converting on downs. First and 10, no gain. Second and 10, gain of six. Now third and fall, our boy Vinoy. He ends up blocking this pass here. He got his hands up, slapped that junk out of the air, said, get that out of here, not today. So now on fourth and four, Cleveland has to punt the ball away. 8.42 left in the first half. Still doing pretty good. First and 10 on us here. Gain of four by our boy Gus Edwards. Second and six, Gus ends up getting the first. I'm telling you, this man was crazy. First and 10, Mark Andrews. Beautiful hands open pass, rushes it for 36 yards, then bat, dude, absolutely crazy. Like, th this is why people say, I know Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey is a quarterback tight end dynamic duo for the ages, but don't count out Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews because they are, they have been, they, I want to say it, they run the AFC when it comes to QB tight end relationship. When you think of Lamar Jackson, you automatically think of Mark Andrews. And I know. People this year have been saying, Mar uh, Lamar Jackson, Odell, do not sleep on our boy Mark Andrews. I've said it before, and I'll say it 100% again. Do not sleep on our boy Mark Andrews, because this is what he does. This has been Mark since day one. Ever since him and Lamar touched the same football, became teammates, it's been gravy ever since. But let's get it going again here. First and 10, our boy Justice Hill, he ends up going for 15. First and 10, he ends up going for seven. 
third and uh, second and three, our boy Melvin Gordon, just like last week, absolutely crushed it. He ends up running this one for 22 yards. 22 yards. Like we're absolutely cutting the cutting this field, chopping it down, just marching down, moving those chains, playing Ravens football like we're known to do and like we always do. Absolutely amazing. So now on first and ten, or first and goal, Lamar Jackson ends up getting taken down. He couldn't go anywhere, so that's a no gain. Second goal, Lamar, touchdown, baby. Second TD, his second TD of the day. Absolutely crazy. And this one here, there was a flag. It was offsides in the neutral zone. Someone from Cleveland was already lined up in the neutral zone, so that was a flag. But we end up saying, you know what, forget it. Penalties declined. We got the touchdown. Now it's 14-3, to 4-18 left in the first half. And ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we are making up for that debacle last week. Absolutely going ham and going crazy. So now, first and 10 for Cleveland, gain of six here. Second and four, no gain on this one. Actually ended up being a loss of two. So now on third and six, it was a deep drop back. Their quarterback dropped way back, ended up throwing an incomplete pass. So now on fourth and six, Cleveland is forced to punt the ball away again. So now on 1st and 10, Justice Hill ends up taking it for 55 yards, ladies and gentlemen. 55 yards into Cleveland territory. But guess what? Baltimore can't ever have anything nice. The minute we do something good, something bad's bound to happen. Flag on the play, holding on Baltimore. So that got us pulled all the way back. 1st and 20 now. Gus Edwards, gain of 16. <coughs> Excuse me. Little, little dry throat there, but first and 20, Gus Edwards running it for 16. Now we hit the two-minute warning here. Moving to the next page, you know, got to keep the notebook fresh. Got, got it. Like I said, I keep everything rolling here. Second and four, our boy Zay Flowers gets the first down. Beautiful. There wasn't again an offsides in the neutral zone. I don't know how Cleveland uh, lining up in the neutral zone. It's like you know where the ball is. Don't line up over it. <coughs> Apologies again, Ravens flock. But first and 10 now, Lamar Jackson, he ends up having to pick up three on the scramble because he couldn't find anybody. Ends up doing the shake move. Only scrambles for three. Now on second and seven, Gus Edwards, he ends up running for only one. And our boy Morgan Moses ended up did getting hurt. So we end up taking our first time out of the half here. Now third and six, it was a high floater pass to Melvin Gordon. And, wow, it was big air. I'm talking Tony Hawk Pro Skater air. And this one, we ended up getting the first down, so I'll say that. First and 10, Lamar did end up getting sacked again. Second and 19, Melvin Gordon, he ends up getting a, he gains X amount of yards, but they didn't say it because, again, flag on the play, holding on Baltimore. So now on second and 29, our boy, Zay Flowers, here, and here is where his highlight was. 43-yard catch. Lamar beamed it downfield, and Zay Flowers, in traffic, in trouble, reels it in and gets it going. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to go from here. Like, this, this man, rookie, absolutely crazy yesterday. Absolutely crazy. Straight baller, ladies and gentlemen. Now on first and 10, Lamar kept it himself 4-5. We do take our second time out here. So now on third and five, here it is. 
Mark Andrews, like I said, this time in really deep trouble in the end zone. Yoink! Touchdown for Mark Andrews. Our third touchdown already in the first half. And this one, oh, again, if I could show the replay, I would. I would have it right over my head because this play was absolutely stellar. Lamar beams it straight in the middle of traffic. It goes through the Cleveland guy. Mark Andrews reels it in, gets that touchdown like he's known to do. And he was, he was putting up points, yards, and, a and touchdowns yesterday. Mark Andrews was crazy, going crazy yesterday. So now it's 21 to 3, 11 seconds left in the half. Cleveland, they just knee it in the first half. And with quarter two, that puts us up, to, like I said, 21 to 3. In my halftime thoughts, only three of them. Very short, very easy, very simple. We had a very good first half. Very good. Definitely, like I said, making up for last week's mess up. Especially, you know, not having any rain. That, that really helped it. But I, I, I don't know what to say. Like, we, we had a very good first half. It, it was so nice. Only thing we will have to say, that one play between Mark or uh, Lamar and Gus, make sure that ball is secure. Make sure you both are on the same page. Make sure everything is golden. Make sure everything is good. Other than that, just make sure communication is good. And is, we did take a, he did take a couple sacks. So all I will say about this is if you need to, just dump the ball away. And that's all I got to say. Those are my only halftime notes. Usually, I have more. You all know how I feel when it comes to halftime. And since Cleveland deferred, they get the ball at the start of the third quarter. We're just going to dive right into it right here. First and 10 for Cleveland. They end up gaining four. It was a pitch and catch show. Little pitch, catch, gone. Second and six, this was a missed tackle on, Cle on us. We, I, I, I don't know how we wrapped him up, but he slid through our arms like butter. What, uh, what's, what's, what's going on? Uh, and Okay, maybe I'll add that to my halftime notes. Actually, no, that one will go for the final thoughts. I'll say that. But come on, guys. Wrapping up, fundamentals 101. We've all had, I've had that discussion before, but it's okay, uh, even though they did convert. First and 10, Patrick Queen, our defensive star, ends up getting the sack on their quarterback. I don't know what to say, man. I this is why I love Patrick Queen, because his awareness to be able to focus on the ball, focus on the quarterback, see where the play is in development, and just break it up and just take down the quarterback. So second and 21, a deflected pass by Roquan Smith. He was also really killing it yesterday. Roquan Smith, he was absolute star, especially in the second half on defense. He was getting there. So now on third and 21, it was a way drop back pass. Ended up being fumbled. However, Cleveland did recover it. So not, not too much, not too bad there. I mean, I wish we got it, but I, it was, ended up putting them to fourth and 35. Fourth and 35. So they have to punt the ball away. First and 10 again. Gus Edwards, he ends up gaining two. Second and eight. This was a mishandled snap. It was a pass to Aglor for four yards. And this, this snap was a little low, a little, uh, little shaky on this one. It's okay, though, because we still end up getting four by Nelson Aglor. And wish he did more, but it's okay because not every game is going to have the same stars. Yes, he was a big factor last week and in week two. or No, week two. He was a big factor in week two. But it is what it is. After that, we take our first time out of the second half. Now on third and four, Lamar kept it himself. This time he only gets three. 
And this, this is where John Harbaugh likes to get crazy here because we all saw it last year, we, uh, week 18, or yeah, week 18 and in wildcard weekend, fourth and one, fourth and one. We all know how crazy John Harbaugh likes to get on fourth and one sometimes. We ended up going for it. Lamar got it. Ha <laughs> ha! Fooled you, didn't I? Lamar ended up getting it on fourth and one. He just pulled it, ran to the outside. We faked everybody going left. So, well, technically, if you were watching this, faked everybody going left. He ran right to the outside, and we were all golden here. So now, first and ten, Gus Edwards. He ends up, uh, nope, I, I, apologies. Jumped back a little, far, I jumped ahead a little bit. On first and ten, Lamar ended up getting sacked. This one was for a loss of seven. So now on second and 17, Gus Edwards here, he ends up getting it. But this time it was for a loss of four. So now on third and 21, we throw an incomplete pass. Fourth and 21, punt the ball away. Like I said, Cleveland's defense was crazy yesterday. Absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. Now on first and 10 for Cleveland, they end up getting a 16-yard catch. First and 10, they end up getting a false start flag, so that backs them up by five. Now on first and 15, ball got knocked away. I'm not 100%, I can't remember off the top of my head. I thought I wrote it down of who ended up knocking that ball away, but doesn't matter. Second and 16, Roquan Smith again. Roquan Smith again doing crazy things. Ends up getting a big sack on the quarterback, this time for a huge, a huge one. They, a, absolutely crazy. They ended up, they ended up passing it and uh, getting a 13-yard gain anyway. But Roquan Smith still came in at like if not even a full second, half a second long, holding that ball longer would have been a full knockdown. Because as soon as he hit him, that ball had just let it let go from his hand. So Roquan Smith was crazy yesterday on that one. Third and two. Cleveland end up only getting one, fourth and one. They decide to go for it. They end up converting on downs. For, uh, first and ten, gain of two here. Second and eight, QP is sacked by Justin BK. And our defense, they were going crazy too. <laughs> our defense was going ham in the second half. Yes, we did good in the first half, but second half, Baltimore defense was absolutely much better. Now on third and 21, Patrick Queen, he ends up deflecting the ball. So that was absolutely amazing. Fourth and 21, Cleveland is forced to punt. So now it's 4-1 left in the third quarter here. First, first and 10, Melvin Gordon only gains about half a yard on this play. Second and 10 now, loss of one. Third and 11, Devin DuVernay, he ends up gaining a full 10 here. But fourth and one, we decide not to... We decided not to go for it this time because they probably expected us to try and do it again. We didn't want to be too crazy. So we end up deciding to just punt the ball away again. Jordan Stout out for the sixth time now, I believe, if I can count my punts in my head. That is the sixth punt of the day for us on Baltimore. Most we've had in a game in a while, too, I want to say. Now on first and 10 for Cleveland, there was a holding flag on them. First and 12. They end up gaining nine. Second and three gets them a loss of two. They end up gaining seven on third and five. And Malu on Baltimore, or Mollet, M-A-U-L-E-T, Mollet, yes, Mollet on Baltimore. He ended up getting hurt. I believe he'll be okay for next week, but 
Not sure how the injury report's gonna go throughout the week. We'll have to see what practice and see how everybody's feeling by Friday, see what their injury report is right before the weekend. Next, we are going to first and 10 again for Cleveland. Their quarterback ends up, he ends up taking the first himself. There was a holding call again on Cleveland. So a lot of penalties flying back and forth today. A lot more on Cleveland than us, but it is what it is, you know. I'll take that. Personally, I'd rather have all the penalties on the opposite team than us because we know how we get after uh, some missed penalties last week. Not going to say for what or from whom, but we're over it. We're past, we're past week three. We're past week three. Past week three. <laughs> that is how we end the third quarter. Now, final quarter of the game. First and 18, Broderick Washington ends up getting a sack on the quarterback. Absolutely nuts. Like, this man just busted through the line, said, get out of my way. I'm coming through. Takes him down for a loss of six. So now on second and 24, QB gets out of trouble. He ends up taking it for three. Now on third and 11, there was an incomplete pass here. So fourth and 11, they have to punt the ball away. And (laughs) this was, I want to say, stupid. But hilarious at the same time for, the, for this here. So on their 4th and 11 punt, there was a flag on the play for Baltimore for having 12 men on the field. So that gives them 5 yards. So this time, 4th and 6, they, Cleveland says, you know what? Let's go for it. There was a false start on Cleveland. So that backs them up back to 4th and 11. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll punt. So they bring the... Pi- the PAT unit out, get, get lucky, bring the offense back out, then have to bring the PT, PAT unit back out, right, right back. It, it's it, just that series of events. I'm just sitting there watching like, huh, that's comedy. That's funny. And with that, that uh, puts us at 13.23 now. Left in the game. First and 10, Gus Edwards gain, ends up losing two here. But on 2nd and 12, he ends up getting that two back. He made up for it. So now on 3rd and 10, Lamar has to dump it away. So 4th and 10, we end up having to punt the ball away. However, there was an illegal formation on Cleveland covering the snappers. So I'll explain this one here because I know this is a very rare kind of penalty on a defense. So when you line up on the offense, you line up for PAT. You got tackle, guard, center, guard, tackle. And then on defense, you have guard, you, you have people either covering the gaps, so in between guard and tackles, guard and centers, or you got people lined up over tackles and tackles and guards. You cannot line up over the center here on PAT. And that's what they got that illegal formation for. So if you line up over the center, that's an automatic flag, and that's what ended up giving us uh that, that's what ended up having to give them less yards. That ended up giving them a flag. So that was nice. I'll take that. Granted, we still had to punt the ball away, but it was still good. So now first and 10 for Cleveland. They end up gaining 11. First and 10, Roquan Smith. He ends up blowing up this play. Ends up loss of a four for the Browns here. Now on second and 14, there was a loss of two. And there was a flag here. And it was a face mask by Patrick Queen. And I'm going to say it. I was, at first, at first, because even Patrick Queen said to the ref, don't do it, I didn't see the face mask. 
I didn't see the face mask. I'm looking, I'm like, eh. I feel like they're reaching here, but when they show the replay, I'm like, okay, yup, that, that was a clean one. Yes, he let go before, like, he hit the ground or anything, but he still yanked that face mask, and you can't do that. Cannot yank that face mask. However, like I said, at first I was like, eh, little, little shaky on their part, but then when you see the replay, it's like, okay, you don't want to see them get called for that big of yards because a face mask is a decent penalty. I know, like, flip-flops, some people say it's a 10-yarder, some people say it's a 15-yarder. It just depends on the game. It depends on the team. I, I've seen it go for 10. I've seen it go for 15. It, it's back and forth, whatever, honestly. But it, I'm like, uh, you hate to see these penalties, but you gotta, sometimes you got to take the good with the bad. First and 10, Browns, they end up gaining 11. First and 10, or no, or they gain nine. I started reading again. <laughs> First and 10, they gain nine. So second and one, they end up converting on downs. First and 10 was an incomplete pass. Second and 10, there was an, there was an incomplete pass again. This time it was an illegal shift on the Browns. So that backed them up. And third and 10 now, Geno Stone. Oh boy, oh boy. Boom, quarterback throws, Geno, Geno Stone wide open by himself of all people. I think the QB of Cleveland forgot who he was playing for. Threw it wide to Geno Stone. This man says, I'll take that, thank you. Runs it back for a beautiful 25 yards, ladies and gentlemen. Beautiful pick six by Geno Stone. So I have to clap it up, clap it up for him, ladies and gentlemen. Chef's kiss. Because our defense, like I said, Cleveland's defense is what I don't want to say is. We'll say maybe had number one in the league or in the yeah, in the league going into week four, but psh, Baltimore's defense this game, crazy. Because this was absolutely beautiful on Geno Stone's part. Now first and ten, Gus Edwards, he ends up gaining four. So now on second and six, Gus Edwards unfortunately had to take a loss of three. Third and nine, our boy Patrick Ricard, he ends up taking it for the first down. Everybody says Patrick Ricard ain't all that. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. Patrick Ricard, ladies and gentlemen, absolute beast here. So first and ten, Gus Edwards, no gain here. Next one, second and ten, he ends up getting... Only five, because he ended up taking it, and he ended up dive for it, too. Like, he ended up diving for it. First and ten, our boy Mark, or third and five, I apologize. Our boy Mark Andrews, throw it up for him, ladies and gentlemen. His second TD of the day. His second of the day. Mark Andrews. And I, and I have to give her a shout-out, because she's always been my biggest supporter. My mother, she has Mark Andrews on her fantasy team, and... I, I, I instantly text her at this. I'm like, I hope you have Mark Andrews in because he was putting up points. So all you who play and watch and do fantasy, make sure you have Mark Andrews as a tight end for a little free advice because he'll give you points. He'll put them up for you. But this was an absolutely beautiful one right here. That puts us up to 28 to 3 with 556 left in the entire game. Now on first and 10 for Cleveland, gain of three, second and seven, loss of two, third and nine, incomplete pass, fourth and nine, Browns punt it, 
4.34 left in the game. First and 10. Tyler Huntley checked in. We got down right to the end of the last five minutes. John Harbaugh, Todd Munkin, our OC, everybody, and everybody says, you've done your duty. We're solid. Huntley, go get in there. And it's okay, honestly. It's better that we check in our secondary third quarterback to save our guys for next week, which is good. I'm very happy that we did. Like, it always makes sense. Usually when we're up by such a big score and a big lead going in, even maybe in the half or even the end of the third quarter, usually if we're up by a decent amount, two, three touchdowns, we check them in earlier. And I'm, I'm, I was honestly a little surprised we kept playing Lamar all the way up till right to the last five minutes of the game. But it's whatever. Tyler Huntley checked in here now. So first and 10, little toss to Zay Flowers for a loss of six. Second and 16, Tyler Huntley ended up getting it for only a gain of two. Third and 14, he ended up keeping it himself for a gain of four. So now, or a gain of six. So now on fourth and eight, we punt the ball away. But there were two flags here. It was a false start on Isaiah Likely and some other inexplicable flag that nobody really cares about. That didn't really do anything. So, with 2.15 left in the game, we end up punting the ball away. First and 10 for Cleveland. Gain of three. And that literally hit the two-minute warning. Like I said, it was 2.15 when we switched sides. So, whatever. Second and seven now. Gain of five for Cleveland. Third and two. They convert on downs. First and 10. There was a big run. And I... Tried to count the yards, but they were moving so fast, they didn't get a chance, they didn't say or even show the replay. So I didn't get the chance to really uh, know how many. So first and 10, they throw an incomplete pass. Second and 10, they throw it for an interception. And th this is crazy here. Last five seconds, five seconds, they throw the ball to the end zone, trying to get points up. Clock hits 0 0. Our stud from last week. Kyle Hamilton in the end zone. Interception. It's the clock's over. Clock zero zero. Game's done and over with. It's in the bag. But Kyle Hamilton said, nah, hold my hold my trophy for a minute. Boom. Gets it in an interception. Because I gave him MVP last week. I'm not gonna give him MVP this week. But still, absolutely awesome. Absolutely amazing way to go out and end the game. With us winning 28-3, Baltimore, big dubs on our part, Ravens flock. Like I said, we made up for last week in that uh, unfortunate game. However, absolutely amazing. I got to say, at the end of the day, we played one heck of a game. One heck of a game. Yes, we had some troubles here and there. We, our issue was having to punt the ball out a lot. Uh, seven times by the end, whatever. But like I said, Cleveland's defense was no joke. Their defense was absolutely amazing yesterday. They really had our offense killing it. Like, yes, we had to grind a little harder, but that's okay. Iron sharpens iron, as they say. And all I have to say, we got to watch the penalties at the end of the day. And for this week's MVP, it's got to go to Roquan Smith. He was making plays on defense. Sack here. Ball tip there. Sack again. Tip again for an interception. Like, our defense went nuts yesterday. But Roquan Smith does get the MVP trophy this week. 
And like I said, as I've been praising, our defense did so much better this week. We didn't get crazy penalties. Yes, there was that unfortunate face mask. Yes, our offense had a, a few penalties here and there. But overall, at the end of the day, like I said after last week, the penalties, they lightened up a whole lot. So we absolutely went baller status. And last thing, I'm glad we switched up our offense. I'm glad we hit the grindstone and did more running this week than we did. Because last week, we did do a lot of passing. So this week, I'm so glad we ended up doing a lot more and a lot much better. And all I have to say is hats off to Baltimore Ravens flock ending the game. Like I said, 28 to 28 to three final score against the Cleveland Browns next week. This or technically this week, this Sunday coming up, we are on the road again, taking on another divisional rival. As they say, hasn't been really too much of a rival in a few in some odd years, but we will be on the road again in Pittsburgh, taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. 1 p.m., and I can't wait to watch it. Baltimore, Baltimore Talk fans, Ravens Flock, thank you again for watching another episode, and welcome to the all-new. If you're new here, thank you for watching. If you're an old fan, thank you for coming back and always showing your love and support. And you guys can now, aside from listening on rss.com, also, as I said, we're on Spotify too, but even better... This one here, this video, this recording is going up on YouTube. All you got to do, look up my name, Anthony Propes, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-P-R-O-P-S-T. Look me up on YouTube. You'll find everything, all of season one of Baltimore Talk, everything up until now at this point in season two. And follow me on Instagram as well and on Twitter. Link in the descriptions. And thank you for watching Baltimore Talk. I will see you later. Bye-bye.